0: Hi, everybody. I'm Joshua Danziger. And I'm Ethan Canfield.
1: Today is Tuesday, June 8th, 2021. And this is The Young Perspective, where we talk about America's biggest political and social dilemmas from the eyes of two high schoolers.
0: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The Yank Perspective. Before we get into the meat and potatoes of the episode, we want to just remind you that we are releasing episodes bi-weekly during the summer because Ethan and I are away at Sleepaway Camp. Now, let's get into it. Today, we're talking about space tourism. Now, what is space tourism? That is when regular people like Ethan, like me, like you, the listener, go up to space without any significant training uh, to become an astronaut. It's just when a regular civilian goes up into space. And multiple space companies are trying to pioneer space tourism flights in
1: 2021, this year. And the biggest of these is actually going to take place when we're recording this. It's going to take place in about a month. But by the time you're listening to this, it's going to take place in a few days. And it's the company Blue Origin, Blue Origin a Space Company that uh, was founded by Jeff Bezos. And Jeff Bezos is actually going to fly on this flight. It's going to be their first manned mission with their new uh, spaceship the, called the New Shepard. And Jeff Bezos will be going up there with his brother, Mark Bezos. And there are also going to be a few other people that are going to be uh, auctioned off with some tickets. And it's going to be basically what they call a suborbital flight. So it's not going to go up into complete orbit. It's going to go suborbit, which means it's not going to be as fast. It's going to just go into a lower section of space that's just uh, high enough, about 60 miles high to be considered space. And it's going to go for about 10 minutes up right to the top and then right back down.
0: So what's interesting about a lot of the space tourism is right now and in the, in the foreseeable future, it's going to be for the ultra wealthy people who can afford to drop hundreds of thousands of dollars or millions and millions of dollars to travel to space for just maybe 10 minutes like Jeff Bezos's or for, for a day, a couple of days. But this is for people who are very wealthy. And, and Jeff Bezos's first flight on the New Shepard represents just this. The third seat, Jeff, you have Jeff Bezos, his brother, Mark, and then there's a third seat that is being auctioned off to bidders, uh, to, to just regular people. And the current bid is $3.5 million at the time of recording. Just want to break in real quickly from the editing desk. The final bid which won the auction was actually twenty eight million dollars, which was a lot higher than the three point five uh I just mentioned in the episode. Getting right back to it. That's a lot of money to drop on a ten minute flight to space. Three point five million dollars for ten minutes. You could buy a very, very, very large house with that with that money. So it really shows how people are willing to to drop all this money on really cool experiences.
1: Right. We say it's regular people who can travel to space, but it's not really regular people. It's the uber wealthy who can afford to drop hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars for an experience of a lifetime, really. But as we said, right now, it seems like this flight is only going to be around 10 minutes. And then with other flights, they may last if they're going to full orbit for a couple of days, but it is still just an activity um, that is costing a very, very large portion of money. And so maybe in the future, costs will go down. Right now, they are at its peak, very, very high costs.
0: So Blue Origin and and the New Shepard, their spacecraft is an upright standing rocket. It looks like many other rockets. It's kind of fat, but it's fat and short and stubby, but it looks like a rocket. Another company is taking people to space in what looks like a plane. This is called Virgin Galactic, and this is uh, the British billionaire Richard Branson's dream company. So this company is taking a plane retrofitted with a rocket engine, they're dropping that plane from a larger plane. So they're, they're taking a larger plane, they're flying it up into, into the sky, and then they're dropping the smaller plane from that larger plane. That smaller plane with the rocket engine will be igniting its rocket engine at like 40,000 feet or something super high. Then it's with that rocket engine, it's going to go into suborbital space, uh, not into orbital space, but into suborbital space, similar to, to Blue Origin's New Shepard. And uh, this is a different approach to getting to space that seems to me a lot more reproducible because it's
1: on a a platform that can be flown up and down and up and down again. But also the New Shepard Blue Origins new ship is also considered reusable. They say that uh, it ends up actually coming back down with parachutes. And so it's not just going to be a crash. And so they're hoping that they can actually reuse this. uh, And they have used it again. They've done a few tests, not with humans, that are just uh, fully automated. And they've been able to reuse the ship and it's gone pretty well. So they're hoping with even with, new, with Blue Origin ship that it will be able to reuse. And this will hopefully lower costs as they won't have to build the ship every time they use it. What's interesting to me about Virgin Galactic is that it
0: is primarily a space tourism company. So Blue Origin and what we're going to talk about next, SpaceX, they are both companies which are dabbling a little bit in space tourism, but their main goal is commercial space travel, getting to the moon, getting to Mars, um, bringing satellites up into space. The big money makers are are these ones where you get government contracts or contracts from huge telecom companies to send their satellites up up into space. Um, That's why these companies are getting hundred contracts with with NASA worth billions of dollars. That's not comparable to $10 million that somebody's going to pay to go on on one space travel. So it's interesting how these big commercial space companies are shifting a little bit towards space tourism, maybe to to get the average Joe to feel like they could travel to space one day. Whereas Virgin Galactic, they're strictly space tourism.
1: Right. And both SpaceX and Blue Origin, they want to have space tourism. They want civilians to be able to go up into space and fulfill their dreams of space travel but it's not the same as virgin galactic which is their whole goal that's all they're doing is trying to create civilians being allowed to fly into space for trips uh and it's really interesting to see how is a whole idea of a plane just as we think of like a, an airplane it looks just like that a little bit different but it looks very similar so it's interesting to see how this could become a new form of air travel so Moving over to SpaceX, the one I talked about briefly,
0: uh, Elon Musk started this company about 15 years ago, and it is a similar company to Blue Origin, Jeff Bezos' company. Uh, The goal is to get people out into space and through space tourism, but it's also to make money through big government contracts. They are planning to do a civilian mission into space called Inspiration Four. This is going to be on their Dragon spacecraft, which tops their Falcon 9 rocket. And this rocket has successfully taken people, not civilians, but astronauts into space, to the International Space Station just a couple months ago, so it is successfully shown that people can board it and go to space. This rocket will not take people to suborbital space, but it'll take them to orbital space, where uh, they can orbit the Earth for a couple of days. So the inspiration for mission will uh, not last ten minutes like Blue Origin's, but last a couple of days, and it's a much more advanced mission requiring up to six months of training, which is much greater than, than Blue Origin's three days of training for their for their you know civilians who are going up.
1: And something interesting about Inspiration4 is who it's carrying. So first of all, it has the CEO of Shift4Payments, Jared Isaacman. He's a billionaire, and he kind of is one of the big funders of this project. But it's also going to be uh, used as a donation uh, fundraiser for St. Jude's Hospital. And it's going to take some of their members, some of their nurses, uh, and other people who are donating to St. Jude up into space. And so it's really interesting. It's for a good cause. And... While it's not going to happen as soon as, let's say, Blue Origins flight, uh, it's still going to happen this year in about September, and it's going to actually go into orbit, which makes it different. And it's been really interesting to see how these two launches uh, take place and if they're successful.
0: So, what I, I really find it- very heartwarming about the inspiration for mission is Jared Isaacman, who funded the whole mission. He gave seats, uh, the three other seats, him, there was four seats, he, and then three other people, he gave the three other seats to St. Jude's hospital. And he told them to run an auction where people bid, uh, on, on the ability to go up to space and people bid and all the money that they made from bidding, went to St. Jude's hospital, saving cancer patients. One, one person who's going is a nurse who worked at St. Jude's, but this is also a nurse who, uh, who, who went to St. Jude's when she was a child, she had cancer in that. And then she loved St. Jude's so much because they saved her life. So she went and worked there as a nurse. Can you imagine being just a regular nurse and the hospital calls you up and says, do you want to go to space? Ring, ring. You want to go up there? That that's wow. such a crazy reality.
1: Yeah, no, it's a really great mission. It's, really awesome to see how these private companies are now able to take real people versus like Blue Origin. They're taking real people, but they're billionaires like Jeff Bezos and his brother. Um, And then you have the people that are auctioning off uh, the people who are just being the people who are auctioning for it. But with SpaceX's Inspiration4 mission, you're going to have billionaires like Jared Isaacman and the people who are bidding uh, with St. Jude. But you're also going to have Uh, that money going towards a good cause. And you're going to have like that nurse who's going to be in there as well. So it's really interesting to see how maybe this can be something that normal people can go on eventually.
0: Another interesting part of SpaceX's civilian space program is what they call Earth to Earth transport. So what they want to do is not only take people from Earth to space and then back to the same landing spot on Earth, they want to take people from Earth to space and then to a different spot on Earth. So it's like an airplane, but for, with it going into space. Space-to-space transport is supposed to cut travel times down from, let's look at an example, from LA to New York, it takes five and a half hours to travel that distance. But SpaceX says with Earth-to-Earth transport going up into space, and then coming back and landing, they can cut that down to 25 minutes. Wow, That's fast. London to Hong Kong takes anywhere from 10 to 12 or 13 hours. That's, that's a long time. Cut that that down to 34 minutes. Really does work. Wow. That's that's what I find crazy. But this is one of those eventual goals that we're probably not going to see for a long, long time, if ever.
1: Right. But another thing that we talked about is that SpaceX and Blue Origin are using their companies not just for space tourism, but also for the commercial use of space. So putting things like satellites into space and also putting things like human astronauts into space, Uh, for certain missions with NASA maybe. And so NASA actually has their human landing system program that's trying to send humans back to the moon. There's some of their astronauts and they wanted to reach out to two private companies and have them create uh, deals with them to help build the spaceships and rockets that they're going to use to send these astronauts back to space. They decided eventually not to go with two companies and instead just go with one, SpaceX. This was about a month ago back in the end of April. And this really uh, made Blue Origin mad because they believe that their bid for the deal wasn't properly considered and that the decision to just go with SpaceX with, to SpaceX was just used to save money. And that was dangerous. And they felt that it wasn't actually properly valued. And so they've made this complaint. And now, and now the government accountability office uh, has about 100 days uh, until the end of the summer to decide uh, if this was a fair ruling and if they, uh, if they bid with SpaceX can stand. But in response to Blue Origin's complaints, the head of SpaceX, Elon Musk, has actually kind of started a little bit of a fight with Elon Musk, with with Jeff Bezos, uh, and with with some stuff on Twitter saying some things that maybe weren't the nicest. And they're kind of going back and forth uh, with each other. And so it shows that there's kind of a little bit of a war or a dispute between these two companies and even with Virgin Galactic, kind of like a space race, even where they're trying to get to space quickly, they're trying to get humans into space, civilians, and they're trying to get back to the moon as fast as possible and trying to see who can do it fastest, who can do it the best. So it's kind of interesting to see something similar to as we saw back uh, uh, with the first space was the first space race between the US and the Russians.
0: Well, well, I think the reason this is happening is, is because the money is so large. There are billions and billions and billions of dollars on the line for this deal. You know, it starts at 2.9 billion or 3 billion or whatever, but in the future, this deal can be extended for many more billions of dollars. For these companies, that can be their yearly revenue, um, and these deals have the ability to make or break their futures because they need those government deals to survive. Uh, and if they really want to be on the cutting edge of space technology and the cutting edge of space exploration, they need these deals. So SpaceX. Or blue origin is the one who lands on the moon. They need that name recognition. They need that, you know, to 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 appease shareholders. That's why it's very important for these companies to make these first achievements and to, to get people out into space first. That's why they're all racing to get people into space, civilians into space, is because the share it looks good for the on the news and the shareholders like it. It's good publicity and that helps them make a lot of money.
1: That when oh, there's something so big as space travel, it's hard to think that there's like going to be so many different companies competing for this one industry. Really, we've always seen in the past that it's one government agency like NASA and other countries, their agencies doing this. It's, it's been more recently that we've seen private companies doing this. So it's interesting It's interesting to see them fighting and trying to take control of this market that's pretty new. And uh, it's definitely going to see that there's going to be a lot of different bidding wars and a lot of fighting for these government contracts that are very coveted.
0: So in the next couple months, we got to be in the next couple months, we should be on the lookout for how these different uh, space flights go. It's kind of exciting to see all these people going up into space, civilians just like us, especially with the Inspiration4 mission with Elon Musk uh, and the SpaceX team. And that, that's actually going to space for multiple days. So that's pretty cool. We hope these flights go well. And that concludes this week's episode.
1: Make sure to check us out on our Instagram at the underscore young underscore perspective or email us at ejdamperspective at gmail.com. If you have any suggestions or any questions, check out our website where you can listen to our episodes and find more uh, stuff from us, like our newsletters and our articles that some of our writers have been writing for us. We Actually, we just published uh, our June ep- our June newsletter when we're recording this. That'll be a little bit later, but maybe there'll be a July, ep- a July article as well that you guys can check out. You can check that out on our website, theyoungperspective.net. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And remember, this was The Young Perspective.